The Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vevra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot Cassandra. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Cassandra the robot. And I love the listeners as well. Thank you all for being here. We are going to take uh, dating questions from the savages on the internet. But first, uh, let me let me introduce our guest, Suzanne. We have two first timers on the show. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming. It's uh, it's it's, it's already been like a wild, wild Astoria day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, we we are also we're recording on a new sound thing, so like our headphones, I can't hear as much out of them. So I, yeah, I can't hear. I feel like I'm gonna be shouting be, the whole you, time. Are, are you recording on your thing just in case uh, oh, yes, my, my little thing is messed yeah. up? Okay, cool, cool. Jake, your little thing is always messed up, and yes, that's yes. why yeah. life has, has directed you where it is. It's okay, not. Now. It's not. It's it's big for my age, but anyway. Um, yeah, uh, two first-time guests today. Uh, first hilarious comic and uh, good friend, Renan Hirschberg. Thank Woo. you for being on the show. Yeah. Oh, no. He just look like one of those crazy uh, guys trying to find aliens through some like radio frequency. That's what you look like yeah. right now. Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> I I feel like one of those guys, man. Um, especially like you're since connecting all these uh, wires to try to communicate the UFOs or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely feel like I I, sh- I should be looking for aliens, but not not like one of the guys who's good at it. I'm talking Randy Quaid. Yeah, in, you in the Randy beginning Quaid vibe. of a yeah, yeah, Randy Quaid. Yeah, if, if Randy Quaid without any of the actual aliens, just yeah. Randy Quaid in in. Um, Independence Day in the first 15 minutes of that movie. If they never got attacked on Earth and it was just him drunk, flying crop dusting planes and probably crashing them a half hour in. Is this recording? I feel like you're. Yeah, yeah, it is. You seem very unsure. This is, yes, I I am very unsure, but um, yeah, it's. It is is recording. I definitely see little sound waves happening, so I'm pretty happy about that, I guess. And uh, let's see. Yeah. Still going, but e- either way, um, we are going to uh, take take dating questions. And let me introduce the the fifth member of the podcast every week, the white wine. Uh, we are drinking Prophecy Sauvignon Blanc. That's what we're starting off with. And I've uh, I've been so distracted with the sound thing, I haven't even tasted it. Let me do it. Mm. I love a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Like really, really. Sauvignon creamy. Blanc is one of those like classic ones where you can just like have it in a restaurant. You know, it's not gonna wrong you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you, it's kind of like it's kind of like the safe your safe cousin Andrew. Like he's not gonna do anything weird. Yeah, it's not too sweet. You don't sound old. Yeah. Chardonnay, <laughs> you just sound old as shit. That's yeah. true. And the the yeah. weird if you're cartoon. You're Chardonnay. You're also having a uh, a black. What's the um? What's the black cherry cake? Uh, a black forest cake. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or chocolate covered cherries. It even has a, 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 a geisha from Narnia on the front there. Oh, I kind of yeah. like that. I like that. How much does this bottle run? Hey, listeners, real quick. I was messing around with the sound, so I realized I forgot to introduce our second amazing guest. She is a hilarious stand-up comic named Erica Spira. She has a podcast called Shooters Gotta Shoot. You should follow her on social media. See her live. She's hilarious. Back to the show after that seamless goddamn edit. Uh, this bottle runs a whole whopping ten bucks. Oh hell and, yeah! Uh, yeah, I, I, I always nice. I, I always go cheap, man. But this is 
It's a good, solid cheap wine. That's that's what I like about doing the cheap wines. It's it's a little bit of a dice roll. Oh, that is you know? way more of a gamble. Yeah, than cheap wine. Exactly. <laughs> and since they're not technically sponsoring us, I can trash them. Yeah, if I don't yeah. like it, I'll let the whole fucking internet know it. Yeah. You know. Do you, I, do you have wine sponsors sometimes? No. Well, sometimes we used to. Um, really? Every now and then. Yeah, we had a friend of ours that was working with distribution. But um, to be honest with you, part of me likes it more when it's an unofficial sponsor because then yeah. I can. If it if it tastes like like a rotten lemon's asshole, right. I can tell everybody, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't have to like oh oh it's 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 really dry and tart. If you like a tart, yeah. dry box wine, now, I, I, I don't have to do that. Let me ask you: this whole podcast just to enable your alcoholism? Is that pretty much? <laughs> well, that's how it started. But then, yes, we it uh, yeah. then, then we got a theme. Then we got a theme. Came later. Yeah, the was theme just, came later. Was the original theme just you drinking during the day? Yeah, and then somebody was like, "What if we recorded this?" And I was like, "Fine." And then we started recording it. And then we started taking dating questions from the savages on Yahoo Answers. Speaking of which, are you guys ready for your which first? Does a good question. job of hiding the, the the drinking being the main concept. Oh, it, it is. It is. Well, it's you know, <laughs> like I said, fifth member of the podcast is is my my my, my bloated, disgusting liver. <laughs> start rock bottom. Every podcast we do heroin, and then we yeah. take dating questions. My, <laughs> dude, this alcohol has turned my liver into foie gras for cannibals. I'm oh, telling shit. you, dude, it's bloated. It's disgusting, but it's crazy. And it tastes just like Prophecy Sauvignon Blanc, man. Very, very good. Um, but yeah, let's let's take our first question. First question on the Love Gurus. People, if you have a question you would like to write into the podcast, write it to Love Gurus Podcast at Yahoo.com. Uh, first question, should I just move on? I've been seeing this guy I met on an app roughly seven months. Uh, yes. Sorry. I feel like yes is definitely. I talked with him about our exclusivity and decided that we are not a couple, but we are not seeing each other. He's a great guy and I like him, but I have some deep issues and I'm not sure if they are red flags. In the last seven months, he has come to my apartment one time, which was the second time we hung out. We always hang at his place, which isn't a problem because we only live ten minutes apart, but he refuses to come to my place. I have a roommate. He lives alone, uh, which is understandable, but I'm afraid if I don't make the effort, we would never see each other. Should I move on? Well, Abby, I, I kind of want a little more details. Like, is, it, is her place, like, just, uh, is his place just a lot nicer? Because, you know, I've seen people before where their just place is so much nicer that they never come to my place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, every place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nicer. You're like, every Even, woman I've dated yeah. never they comes over. They with yeah. 78 roommates, but, God, it's uh, a palace. Yeah. I would yeah. go there. Yeah. I, I need some more. I would say I need some more information. Right? I, yeah, I'm not I'm not a great catch by any measure, but mm-hmm. there's been living situations I've had where that was arguably the worst thing about me. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. just a sea of bad things. So yes. I, I get it. Now that uh, you live in the laundry room, you're really up yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have laundry. It's a studio. I do. Yeah, that's what... It's so funny because... It's usually not the all... center of the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you... Any state other than New York, if you were showing an apartment and they... And, and, and the you know, the, the rental agent, which they don't even have those. It's right. just a lady that works at the leasing office. It was like, and there's a washer and dryer right next to your stove. You'd be like, yeah. fuck you, Greta. And, yeah. and you'd slap the lady and run you out. Have, you have the laundry to... where the TV would be. Yeah, it's yeah. Like you get, you eat breakfast and just watch the laundry, kind of. Right. <laughs> but here yeah. it's just like, Meditated. wait a minute, you have laundry. I'll take it. I don't yeah, care if true. it's hanging upside down, and I have to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm, be, I'm being bit by snakes as I do laundry, Listen. but it's, it's happening in my own apartment. This place looks like a half a laundry room, half a daycare. A no, no, these daycare? listeners are not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. A 
to shit their pants. Yeah. Like, this is, like, 100%. It's like, cubby holes? Do you have a, kind, do you run, like, an underground kindergarten? Day I was kid? hoping you wouldn't bring that up. Let's just, yeah, 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 no, there's no kid stuff down here. I'm not bringing kids to my basement. I'm not bringing kids to my creepy laundry room. Bizarre. <laughs> All right, anyway. I don't play a game called Uncle Jake's Laundry Basket Surprise. Okay. Anyway, back to a pedophile home. gives dating No, my, my girlfriend does, uh, she teaches uh, kids online. So that's Program. like her classroom. Okay. Oh, sure, okay. That's what I tell the authorities. Yeah, that's what NASA called it. <laughs> that's what I put out there on the internet, you know? Yeah, but, to, but but to be fair, if you were in a dark alley and someone came up to you and said, I'm Teacher Amy, yeah, that'd yeah, be like, really creepy. scary. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, so she said they are exclusive? No. Uh, when yeah, you read it so, out loud, they said no. I was yeah, like, wait, so what? She, they are... Um, not seeing other people, but not boyfriend-girlfriend. Well, but, yeah, so she's um, she's saying uh, last of them... I don't know if she actually says... You read something, but she I thought is, I misheard yeah. it. But uh, uh, I'm like, okay, okay seven I, I, months... I, I talked with him about our exclusivity and decided that we are not a couple, but we're not seeing others. Mm-hmm. So, so they're not a couple, but they're not. So they're friends. So they're, they're not using condoms, basically. That's <laughs> what that means. It sounds like she kind of like she kind of like missed a line there. It sounds like she's saying I talked to him and decided. It sounds like she talked to him. He said I don't want to be exclusive, and then she made it look like she decided it afterwards. I don't know. Like she's like I talked to him, and then I decided we're not exclusive. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you yeah. got if you don't even have a we're not sleeping with other people at seven months, I'd be like yeah, this ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Right, yeah. And also, I think, like, I get that, because I feel like I was in a similar situation where, you know, it it was the same thing, where, like, I had roommates, he lived alone, so it just made more sense to go over to his, just because you're not bothered by other people. But at the same time, like, he would make the effort to come over to mine. Right. And if... if, Especially in the beginning. Yeah, and if the reply is, will you please come over to my house, and they're like, no... Like, and I live around the corner. Yeah. Fucking weird. Uh, but also yeah. living around the corner kind of makes it no big deal either way. If she lives in a completely different Which is place, why I'm saying homeboy can just go over there. Right. Unless his place is much nicer. Yeah. No, but this is a good question because you're it, basically it's the question is like who's in like I think her question is who's in power in this relationship? Like or you know whatever. Like is there a power play of like so she's, she, bit. she's like she's like Come to mind, he's like, no. Has he's he ever like, once been to hers? Once. Just once. One time, seven months. Yeah. Wow. So it's not even a how night drunkenly that you can't How long ago was it? Did it say how long ago that he went there? The, it was the second time, the second time that they hung out. Oh, man. You know what that means? Her place is fucking disgusting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Her place, she's, a, she's a filthy fucking animal. That's what that means. Okay, because I, I try to point this out at least once an episode. These questions are these people's pro-them propaganda. You know, it's right, their Fox right. News, their MSNBC, their Kim Jong-il being the best man in the world, according to North Korean news. Of course. You know? And so when they when they leave little things out... She's left everything out. She's left yes. all the important information. It sounds like her roommate probably lives, like, in the room with her. Yeah, and there's some like, weird living yeah. situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, where it's like, it's when you say roommates, it's not that you have your own room. It's that, like, she Who knows? There's, be- there's a bunch of information missing from this. I mean, yeah. I personally think... It's not as much a power move when it's a 10-minute walk. You know what I mean? But I think it's also absurd because it's like you feel like they don't give a fuck about you. That they, oh, they yeah. don't come yeah. and she spend has, time in your She space. has every reason to be concerned yeah. about this. I don't know. I'm, the only <laughs> thing is, I, don't, I think this guy either doesn't like her that much or there's something really weird about the living condition, really weird about her because, but, yeah, otherwise you, you'd be there. But in this guy's defense, you say he, she doesn't care about him. I have... 
many times had sex with women and gone to their place and did not care about them. Yeah. I could go to someone's yeah. place and fuck him and not care about yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I've stayed over though? in Is women's like, apartments. It's like penthouse apartment. Like, because then yeah. maybe you care a I actually bit, think, like, I have a theory that the one least less invested comes to your place. What? Really? Because they can leave then. It's easier for them to leave. I can see oh, that. Yeah. yeah, that's a very Charlie when, Sheen thing. When to you say, come, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with Charlie. Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen has like that quote. He's like, I don't, I don't pay hookers to fuck me. I pay them to leave. Like um, that is, yeah. Yeah, well, I, do, I, do, yeah. I do think the women like I've. Uh, I do think the women uh, like a lot of women who like I cared about would come to my place always. And they they felt like they always could leave afterwards. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like a lack of it's in a way it's almost a lack of investment. But yeah. when you no, go to the person's place, well, if they come to you, it's like you're more. It's more a committal. They on your know part. where you live. Yeah. They're more comfortable. Yeah, they know I, where you I, live. Yes, you're letting exactly. them in. That's why I don't. I've slept with many women who I didn't really care at all about, and I'm like, I don't want them to come to my place. What if they come back sometime when my girlfriend's not at work? Right. You know? Exactly. And I don't want that to ever happen. I'll go to China to fuck a girl. It doesn't right. mean I like them. But I don't bring China to my house. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Bringing them into your house is like letting them in. It's funny you're saying yeah. that because I'm like, it's lazier to just have someone come to you. It is. Like, a lot it's of dudes lazier. are very, like, it's almost like you're ordering pussy. You're like, it's, no, no, no yeah. come over. You want to fuck, you got to come here. It's lazier, but more vulnerable. I don't think it's vulnerable. This man doesn't sound vulnerable. It can be. It depends on your living situation, too. Like, uh, if, if you're introducing you, whoever you're bringing home to roommates or something, oh, then yeah. it's kind of a different thing. Then they're going to ask, hey, what's with what's with Karen? What's going on Here's the different. If you live alone, it's right. a little different. But here's, the alth- here's, here's why it's more intimate for them to come to you. Yeah. If you can come to them, it means you can leave easily. It's easy to it's easier to leave when you go to them. Right. It's right. easier not to stay in the, the night. Shake us down, you're like, it's, I'm out the door. It's so much harder. Yeah. I agree with that. To, I don't it's agree so much that it's harder, more intimate. It's so much harder to kick someone out. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's so much harder yeah. to be like, can you leave? So Oh, you know the nice move as a man to get someone out? Yeah, well I'm just saying you, often, a, you get them an Uber home. Well, get them an Uber ah. home, but still it's still easier to address. I'll get still, you a ride home. It's still easier to call your own Uber. So in a way it is more it is I've had a guy do that, but I wasn't going to stay the night. I'm not a stay the night gal, especially if it's just a hookup thing. Because it's also mm. weird to be like sharing a bed. Sharing a bed is intense. I hate staying the night. I, yeah. I feel it's, like. It's uh, like I want to get my sleep. The double... But he was just like, oh, it's your address. I was like, what? He was like, he's like, oh, I'll get you a car. It, well, it depends but on because a lot of times, like the first time I hook up with somebody, I'm usually kind of drunk. And so if if it's really late, like I don't I don't necessarily want to hop on the train and go right. back to wherever. You yeah, know, yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah. stay the night if I'm like wasted. I like how you only act like you're usually drunk when you're drunk. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, I'm drunk when I first meet most people. <laughs> I'm drunk, drunk the second, third yeah, time I yeah. hook up with them. It's, you know. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I would say if you look at all the women who've come to my place and all the women who I've come to their place, the women who've come to my place, I was the one who was more invested. Yeah. Mm, interesting. I can see that. I can see that. You know, you know what, honestly, what it comes down to most of the time, and this is, I, I think this is more of a New York thing, is it comes down to who... Whose place is quicker to get to on the train right now? Right. You know, right. I, oh, I, yeah, I find yeah. nine out of ten times that's oh, what it comes down to. if you're out, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Or a cheaper cab. Right. But the, we've been sleeping together for seven months, and I've been there once, and that was in the beginning, and I, I've, I've fought tooth and nail to go back there. That says there's something wrong with that apartment. That's what I think. Or there's something wrong with her. To or where he doesn't like her. Yes. Which is her main concern. Yes. It's just a thing where he, he's... He's hooking up with her because he's kind of lazy 
and but you can would like easily, to find somebody else, but hasn't tonight. Can, so he's like, I'll, I'll do. She's a booty call. She's you can easily call. have a booty call ten minutes away and still not like them. Like head walking our dude. Okay, but what do you think in this scenario? Who do you, who who do you think likes the other person more? I mean, obviously she's into him. I don't think he's into her, and this this isn't going to lead towards a commitment. Yeah, no, she's just, she's completely disillusioned. Seven she's months. One of these people that she um she looks at it and she goes, and, and she says like she's asking for that validation. She's like, oh, am I, you know, in this relationship? Like he has me over. Yeah. He, you I know, whatever. Her gut is, is saying she no. She is just like playing less. And also, again, you know, like what Jake already said, it's their like pro them propaganda in the sense that. She's saying this on Yahoo Answers because she's either already told all of her friends and they told yep. her she was batshit bat crazy, or she deep down knows she's batshit crazy and she doesn't have the balls to tell her friends. I like, think I think he's actually more into her. I think she's just creating this narrative. I, think I don't think so, Rana. She's wanting to have a reason to get out. Seven months? You're seeing a girl seven months? She's not your girlfriend? Yes, yeah, seven months. Let's, 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 let's not, not even look at going to people's places. Seven months, but, no girlfriend title. But she did not make it clear that was her She did not make it clear that was his decision. It's clearly his decision. You think she's happy <laughs> about it writing into Yahoo? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I, if I had to guess, yeah. it's probably his decision just because she's the one who really wants him to come to her place and she's the one bringing up the right, fact right. that they're not seeing each other. Fine, maybe in you this know, situation, but it, I still it, it stand by the decision. It wouldn't even be like on her radar. It would just be like, he, he'd just be like, so, oh, some guy I'm just banging casually and, yeah. and, and I'm happy with, you know? I it, think it she, would, yeah. she wouldn't be fine. that much. But that being said, I think she lives in a shithole yes. and I think she deserves to die alone. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I, I agree with you just because that most of the people writing in do deserve to die alone, and so she's not different from them in that. In that, uh, well, I know. mean, anyone anyone asking for dating advice on Yahoo Answers is on a level of mental illness. I can't even comprehend. Oh, oh yeah, most of these people are crazy, man. Most of these people are crazy. But like, yeah, I think she she either needs to flat out ask him, "Hey, why don't you want to come to my place?" or just kind of withhold and be like, "I um, I'm not leaving my apartment. It's part of." Um, I'm not doing sober October. I'm doing not leaving Agnophobia. my apartment to get late October. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you want to get late in October, you got to come yeah. to my apartment. Just, just fucking put it, boycott it, boycott yeah. the dick. Have yeah. a dick boycott until he comes over to your place. Right. That's the only way to get him there. Right. And you don't have to move on, by the way. Just fuck other people, and then if you like, don't don't quit before you get a new job. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have something lined up yeah, uh, when lined you're up. Yeah, yeah. about to move on. Yeah, you got to make him jealous somehow. Yeah. You got to you got to send him little little selfies of it. You and, and and another dude walking into your apartment. Yeah. Like, see, he doesn't mind my gross, disgusting roommate Linda, <laughs> yeah. who, who, who leaves her fucking underwear exactly. in the hallway. Yeah. Pictures you know? of you all fucking in the kitchen yeah. slash living room slash bedroom, right. or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, he's in my apartment. He's my dream man. Yeah, <laughs> he's my ideal suitor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we. Yeah, I think we answered that. All right, more than enough. <laughs> Next question on I Love Your Roots, people. If you have a question you would like to write to the podcast, write it to Love Your Roots. Share us on social media. Give us four stars and no, five stars on iTunes. Oh, people are asking this actual. Oh, sorry. People are actually asking you. Sometimes, most of the time, we. <laughs> sometimes, we sometimes. Rana, not the time to ask. Have you ever, have you ever seen the Wizard of Oz, Rana? Very similar. Uh, don't yeah. pull back the curtain. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. Well, no. Some of them do, but most of these are off of Yahoo Answers. I'm sorry. Even though, okay, the, honestly, the ones that do write in tend to not be great anyway. It tends to be like, oh, it's a second date. What's a good restaurant to take her to? Whereas 
a lot of these people are out of their fucking mind, so yeah. I kind of like the you have to, I mean, you're using Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, we're filtering through. We're yeah. the best you, gotta, you have to triage through the, you Sorry, know. these are questions directly for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you're only drinking wine because it's sponsored yeah. by the podcast. Yes. Anyway, keep on drinking. All right. People <laughs> at Prophecy Sauvignon Blanc paid us a lot of money to, to drink their wine today. Yes. Uh, okay, second question. How do I make my family like my boyfriend? I complained to my parents about my boyfriend, uh, and they don't like him. Now how to fix it? I've been complaining about my boyfriend, and now my mom doesn't like him. I regret it so much because it's my fault before I shared with her any of our problems. I feel like we were so happy, everything was going great. Now this influence from my family uh, uh, makes me confused, and I feel like I'm forced to follow their advice. I haven't mentioned it to my boyfriend. Now what can I do so that my family can change their view of their boyfriend? See, now this I this I, I like this question because I feel like it it is that you know when is it appropriate to like air your dirty laundry? Like, do you live mm. in that family where like Kinda there never. are no forty or forties uh, boundaries? Or is, you know, and then you kind of regret it, or do you live in that family where it's like you, you know, you only seep information to them as it becomes pertinent, you know? Well, I think that's why this is like, ugh. You have to be careful about complaining or about like, especially like marriage level and you have fights, that it's like if every time you fight with your man or your woman, you tell your parents about it, it's like your parents are always going to have your best interests. Yeah. And they're always going to think yeah. you're right. Right. So it's like... Yeah, the more that you're, like, being like, we had this fight, we had this fight, we had this fight, this annoys me, they're going to be like, yeah, this person's not right for you. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be on board yeah, with this right. person. You're only putting them in a negative light. Yeah. Like, no, so it's it, not fair. It, you're, you're getting the opposite of the best ofs at that point. You're only, yeah. you're only giving your parents, your boyfriends, B-sides. Also, it's your complaint. So you're basically saying, how do I get my yeah. parents to not feel how I feel if, about my boyfriend? <laughs> right. And so it's like, at least if you're going to if you're gonna be a, a dick and call up your parents and tell them every time, oh, he came home late last night and he was drunk. Hey, you know, call, tell them about a good yeah. thing. Uh, Jeremy made me come three yeah. times yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Start lying. Are you yeah, proud yeah, of me? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. just give him, give him the best of as well as the worst stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or you have to choose. You have to choose what to key them into. I feel like that's also yeah. why it's like you shouldn't be telling them before like a resolution has happened. Like when a fight's real fresh and you're just mad, keep that shit. Like don't don't be special. Right. Same yeah. goes to your friends. It's like yeah, if you only say negative things about anybody, they're gonna be right. like, why the hell yeah. are you with this she person? Sounds like a real yeah. moron, even for Yahoo. <laughs> Pot. She's just like, how do I? I complain to my family that my boyfriend's an asshole, and now they think the way I wanted them to think. Yeah, how do I weird. change yeah. the thing I made them think? Yeah. What well, well, also goes both ways. Like, like she she definitely sounds like a person that like speaks on the phone to her mother like eighty seven times a day. Yes, right? yes, yes. So, so therefore, it's not necessarily. Um, communicating issues it's just like vomiting what's happened to you that day so it's yeah it, you know you know so she says oh we got in a fight you know again i think that I based just, on, yeah sorry yeah i think that based on what she said it's hard to differentiate between if this is a good relationship or if it's a bad relationship i think that she is again like not um you know she doesn't know her audience and she's you know therefore like this is like brought up all these problems and it's, but, but also at the same time, she doesn't seem like the, the kind of person who's going to go through that, like, reform to fix that problem, you know, so. Right. I also mm. think she's in a relationship, someone's an asshole, but you're having sex with them. 
Mm. So you're kind of being swayed a little. It's like he was an asshole, but he makes but the sex cop. is good. And you're like, so maybe mm. to give her family the full perspective, he should go over and fuck each member. Yeah, family. Yeah, make Nana come. And yeah. then maybe they'll Give have Nana a different. Maybe then if he fucks her yeah. mom what's, real good, the mom will be like, "It's okay that he's late yeah. sometimes." Wait, wait, wait. What's that Netflix documentary where the guy does that? I mean, just case in point that it works. There's like, a doc where a man uh, screws the, the whole the guy of his family. Who, um, it's the guy. Oh, you mean the movie The Graduate? The parents. Yeah. What's it called? It's called. It's called like Stranger Neighbor. It's like what the hell? In plain sight. Abducted. Abducted. Oh. He didn't fuck the family, but it's it's a weird like he's getting sexual with everybody. He kissed right. the father. He, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the dad jerked him off and then told Netflix about it. <laughs> yeah, but he yeah. also did sleep in the daughter's room. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Insane. That, yeah. I didn't get the purpose of that documentary. Because the documentary, it's showing all this stuff, and is it like, and it's like, isn't it wrong that this guy fucked this entire family? And I'm like, yeah, Netflix, I wasn't going to do that. What do you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is the point of this? It's like, what am I learning from this? Yeah. Well, the, the, the moral of the story is when a guy tells you he's, he just got off a spaceship and wants to fuck you, and like, yeah, I wasn't going to. I think, what, so, yeah, what you you're right. I think the moral is just like, look at this really dumb thing. Right. Yeah. I'm like, what do you, it seems like you're exploiting well, the family. Yeah. Like, what do you, For sure. They're For exploiting sure. dumb True, people. Yeah. And, and it's also one of those things, I think, that like in the in the terms of Netflix, you know, they, you know, it's, it's there's like cherry picking. Like, or not cherry picking, that's not the right word. It's on, yeah. you know, um, uh, low hanging fruit. You know, so when Netflix is like going through all these, you know, you know, listening to pitches as far as like this, you know, they they hear this story and they're like, that is crazy. That's yeah. great. <laughs> We're going to do this. And like, there's no way anyone can match that, you know, yeah. like either that or it's going to create this subculture of people that do weird shit in the hopes that it's like get, get on Netflix. Into like a Netflix I thought of killing people to get on Netflix. That way. <laughs> yeah. Comedy thing with the gun. Well, look, man, yeah. I, you, you can get a special. I mean, you're you're all, yeah. that, even that is only one step below the Kardashians. Like in a yeah. very small. But step. if you are right, though, like what if you left one-liners at the at the yeah. corner? Yeah. Just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Blood, that is kind of one, then the documentary is kind of a comedy. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh -huh. I I also do think you're right. Some Netflix documentaries are like the dangers of eating meat. Yeah, and this one is. The dangers of letting your friend spend <laughs> yeah. the night in your daughter's room. <laughs> I never knew. Yeah, yeah. I never knew. I learned yeah, to be. Right. I learned how bad meat is and how bad yeah. it is to let your friend sleep in the bed. This shit, where it's dad. like, so when, you know, the moral of the story: when when a good friend of yours asks to take your twelve-year-old daughter to Mexico with him for a little yeah. trip, always <laughs> say no. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I think I thank you, Netflix. I was he's on the phone with me now, and I yeah. was just close. I was gonna pay for the tickets before I saw it. Thank. <laughs> Wait, well, I was going to say... Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. She didn't ask her family why they don't like him. Because I've had the opposite situation of, like, you don't like someone, and that person isn't telling you negative things, and isn't, like, sharing stories, but it's just, like, you just know from being around that person, and you're like, this person sucks, yeah. and they're awful. Sure, yeah. And yeah. then it's, like, finally, though, when they open this little Good door, point. and they think about breaking up with them, they go, yeah, one time they did this, they said this, they always do this. You're yeah. sitting there like, oh, my God, yes, get out. We wanted to tell you before, but we didn't have a reason. Good so it's, like, point. the family might just hate him for completely other right. stuff. Which is yeah, another thing. It's another omission. It's, like, she doesn't really She's, she's creating this narrative, I complain, and that's why they hate him. Maybe yeah, it's they, like, no, maybe he maybe just, just is a dick. Yeah. 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 yeah, like how many friends of yours or family members have had a significant other that you can't point to any smoking gun, like, but here is why they're a piece uh, of shit, you know? But it's like, I can't stand them. And there's something yeah. off about them. They're either really annoying, or they're creepy, or there's there's something weird. There's something bad. That yeah. person has bad energy, and I and I just yeah. don't like it. And then they, they break up with them. 
And, you know, you're Immediately. like, Ooh. Ooh. Like, like, just sigh of relief. And it's not that they did anything to where you can really come out and be like, yes. this guy is a piece of shit. Why? Because yeah. he gives me icky vibes, you know? I mean, you yeah. can't. Yeah. You really, could, but no one listens you to could, that. could, yeah. And then they think you're a dick. You, because yeah. you, you got to have you got to have a reason. It's kind of like how, like, the... If, if you're the DA and you have some some guy you're trying to prosecute, you can't just go, well, because I don't like him and I heard a yeah. thing. And, yeah. You know I mean? Like, it's like, okay, I got to have something concrete to give him. Or you got to just be like... Right. It's the part where when people are asking, it's like, you know the answer. There's something in your gut that's wrong. And I yeah. had that with, like, a family member. And they were like, what are you thinking? It's like, and I just said, I just don't see it working out forever. I was yeah. like, I don't see it as a marriage thing. I was yeah. like, hey, you know, and yeah. you're like, that person's a nice person. There's nothing right. wrong necessarily. And that's a tough one to bring up. But you just. Really but I go. Up. Why are you asking me? Right. It's like yeah. you're asking ah, me because you know, and you want someone to co-sign yeah. that you're not crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like I do. I do the boards. At, yeah. It's at, like at it's like there's like this really uh, expensive lease yeah. that like they're just trying to get. Yeah. You to no one ever cares about someone's actual opinion. They're only trying to get you to say what. what? You actually it's just want. that self-validation yeah, of what yeah. they're thinking in their head. But that's yeah. the thing is people people call the the psychic show that I work on at SiriusXM. People call up all the time, and one of the most common things is is about relationships. But even even under that umbrella, one of the most common things is, um, are things going to work out with me and my significant other? And and right away, I don't claim to be a psychic, but I know if you waited on hold for forty five minutes, um, you, you know, and it was a, yeah. it was a perfect relationship. You wouldn't have done that. Right? Yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. be calling right now if it was a person. Now, if it's a new relationship, hey, I want to know if things are going to work out with this guy. Man, D- different. But if it's if it's one you've been in, I you agree, wouldn't yeah. be sitting there online or you know on hold if things are going great. I think the go, same thing for everyone. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go murder a dog. I'll be right back. Every Yahoo answer. Oh, Sangria. Oh, I'm making mittens out of you. Are we pausing or? No, no, no. no, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it'd be so cool if you just like stomped that dog to death in the background. There's, yeah. Jake always jokes about his Chihuahua farm that he's. Yeah. Anyway, but. I think everyone who asks whether we should stay together on Yahoo Answers should be broken up. Should not stay together. It should just be like uh, an automatic thing you're saying. Yeah, I just feel like anyone who's gonna. If you're ask really you, doubting. If you're asking about a relationship on Yahoo Answers. Yeah, good relationships is like you're not getting any uh, updates on. I don't yeah. know. Like I you gotta ask like, forums. Like how's it going? Like it's good. It's great. And also, you're asking yeah. Yahoo Answers. It's like, I don't know something don't, about that. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's abnormal to question. I think it's actually healthy to question if this is a good relationship because you don't want to be just like that puppet that's like. I'm having a great time. Like, yeah. that's the woman right. who, like, You're just liking every night, you know, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like You're just liking whoever <laughs> likes you. There's that, too. Right. Yeah. So, you, so you got here on a spaceship? Fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Great. Don't be that person. Let me introduce you to my daughter. So she it's, it's healthy to space question, space. is this a good relationship or not? However, when you are seeking out multiple sources to say, oh, like, it's done this, and, you know, especially because, like, you're, you know, as a, as a child... You always just, like, want your parents to be proud of you. Like, you always want your parents to be proud of you. And so, therefore, if you're saying, oh, this, you know, whatever. Yeah, and and like you said, that your parents always have your best interest. If both of those things are present, then, yeah, it's not a good relationship and just move on. Like, I think that the whole family would be happier if you just were single. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, it's it's like you were saying... Nobody ever writes into stuff like this going, I don't know if this is a good relationship. He's making me come too hard. And like too many of the same things. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. There's something fucking wrong. Well, what, my God, the walls I've had to clean from my cum. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I really meant was anyone who's asking relation advice on Yahoo Answers is an idiot. 
and they should not procreate and bring their gene to the next yeah. generation. No, it's, it's oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you completely well, on that. You know, don't you know, 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 I mean, I mean, but that wasn't the focus of our conversation. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that most of these people well, should be that, tracked why, down and killed. That's, okay? why that's, they, not, that's why I think the answer should always be break up. Break up, right. don't spread your, your DNA. But it's also, they're the ones writing the questions, so it's like we sort of have to be their Roger Stone, and like I'm going to get you into office well, I don't yeah. care if it's a good idea or not. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going to help you yeah. out. I'm going to be that, that that devil on your shoulder, and I'm, I'm going to make this work for you. And and that's part of what we're doing here. And so I <laughs> well, think that she should definitely <laughs> stop crying to her parents about anything her boyfriend does unless it's really serious and she yeah. needs a ride out of there. That's a fucking... That's a, that's a juvenile move. Yeah, or find the real reason. This is the easiest way to find the real reason why people don't... Or what they think of whoever you were dating is to say that you broke up and see what people right. say. Oh, when you go yeah. like, oh, yeah, actually, we, we just broke Ooh, up. They're move. like, honestly, good. Like, it's, it's that sort guy, of like, yeah, yeah, it's like that saying. Um, you, you, you <laughs> and you're like, why didn't you tell me before? You're really okay. measured by what people say about you when you're not around. Yep. And that's a good way to kind of do that for your boyfriend because when you're when you're like dating somebody, it's kind of like they're in the room even when they're not really there. Unless you're really close and you just talk about that shit all yeah. the time. Yeah. Because it's like for me, there's only a few people on this earth who could be dating somebody that I'm gonna open my mouth about unless yes. they, unless I see them committing cannibalism. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like huh. they really it's, have like yeah. it has to be bad I, before I'm telling right. a friend of mine like, hey, she's no fucking good, man. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's really gotta be bad. Yeah, and also especially as you get older, like it's it, it's just like one of my friends got married just this summer, and it was like, oh, thank God she didn't marry someone I. Told totally think is an asshole yeah. you know? but that is not the case for every wedding I've, I've gone to in the last five years it's you oh, know I can't it's believe like, you go oh yeah my God. sometimes it's just like well whatever I guess you know yeah. you know but, and again and I would never ever in a million years say anything it's up to them to you know they're they're making their own decisions and I don't feel like I'm in a place to be like yeah you're right you know that's it yeah especially if they're not asking you're like, they're exactly. happy. Yeah. yeah, you get the They'd wedding invitation. They'd be asking questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get the well, wedding invitation. As, it doesn't yeah. say RSVP, I hear what you're steak, saying. or chicken. Yeah. And do you think we should get married? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. priest does bring that up, but you're not allowed to, you're not, it's not custom to do. You used to be yeah. able to stand up and say, I have a Yeah. Issue. No, you it's could. Like, you it's still like that, could. It's like that Kevin Bacon film where your mouth, like, grows skin over itself, right, so right. you can't say anything. It would be so funny if somebody stood up and said that. Is it Kevin Bacon? I have no idea. But you know, it's like I don't old, watch like, 80s where like they um it's they they morph into something and they try to say something and they're like mm. no, they're, they're literally before, muted. But, yeah. but like the implication is that if you're gonna stand up and say something, it would have to be serious. It would have to be something about like uh, uh she's actually a Russian spy, her name is right. Veswelda, you know, or just yeah. something. But right. I like the idea of somebody standing up and going, I don't like her fucking vibe, man. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just, I don't for think real. she's yeah. a good fit for No, but her. you bring up a good point. You can only do that if you also have a subpoena. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, legal I'm documentation. from the <laughs> I wasn't invited. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be great if you're at a wedding and that happened? The, pre, <laughs> the priest would be like, oh, oh man, God. this has never happened. <laughs> yes. First time. I, I, yeah. I thought this was just, so, it's like a priest dealing with an exorcism. I like the idea of like, just a tough-ass <laughs> priest just telling him, you have no jurisdiction over God, sir. Yeah. We'll wait until the ceremony is done until we... 
Yeah. You mi- you arrest Mrs. fucking John Smith or whatever. Uh, See, yeah. so yes, I agree with you. It would be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. However, I once had dinner with a guy that that happened. Mm-hmm. Like someone, Somebody got it arrested was, at a wedding? No, not arrested, but it was something like... It was like like a like a grandfather like a you know sort of like the matri I don't remember if it was like the grandma or the grandpa but they said something during the wedding and and yeah I mean like what an incredible story but that guy told it clearly at every dinner that he went yeah. to for the rest of his life did they get married so, huh yeah no they still got married it was they just ignored like, it yeah they just what was the complaint. It was, he was just like, don't, you know, it was, it was something like, don't do it, Jeff, or whatever. Like, some, it wasn't like a big thing, but it obviously, everyone was like, <gasps> like, clutching wow. their pearls. So the maitre d' got cuffed. Yeah, so. And it, it wasn't for something she did at the wedding, it was like. No, it was just like, it was just like, the, the grandpa was like, not a good idea, or whatever. Like, wow. that kind of thing. Mm. But, again, so yes, that's like a once-in-a-lifetime story, but it was just such an unfortunate event, because, again, you think about the trickle-down effect. It was this guy then went to every every time he met up with people for the rest of his life, he tells a story. The story about Major D was a wet yeah, like, I don't think yeah. you're arrested, just someone complained. I'm just saying oh, I complained? I'm just someone, saying he, someone stood up and said I I don't approve of this. Oh story. someone said yeah. I don't approve yeah, of yeah, yeah, Oh yeah, sorry, not yeah, no. I was the, distracted by a small annoying yeah, dog. But I'm just saying head. like this this guy's uh sort of uh cojones to you know, take over the dinner conversation for right. an hour over this thing. Oh, just miserable. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. the thing. It's also, A, it's just weird that you're supposed to wait to the wedding to bring up the complaint. It's just weird that they set it up and yeah. you're supposed to wait till right then. Yeah. And also, as I'm thinking about it, I feel like the custom was definitely just if the woman had sex before, now that I'm thinking about it. It's de- it must oh, definitely like, be like, yeah, this is, must be an old yeah, custom. Yeah, it's way outdated. Yeah. Do- yeah, I fucked her. She's not a virgin. This is just uh, one, yeah. way, oh, one way that, the, ch- that the church that's is right. Right. That's, that. that's kept right. up with the times. Like, dude, the preacher now should be like, listen, you guys got my email a week ago, right? Yeah. And none of you emailed me back, so yeah. <laughs> I'm married. Yeah. Fuck you. You guys had a week. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm out. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think in the, in the age of Bluetooth, um, you know, there's no way that it should wait till the wait till the ceremony. There needs to be some more instantaneous uh, reply. You know what? I really like the idea. I like the idea of somebody getting up and you know saying, oh, "Yeah, yeah, I got something to say about this," and the groom and the bride just looking at each other, going. You know what? Gary made a good point. Yeah. Let's quit yeah. fucking each other today. You know. Right. Let's quit while we're behind. Yeah. Quitting off. Yeah. That would be a, that would be amazing. Like um. the parents are pissed off because they spent like twenty grand on this yeah. thing. And they're like, dude, what do you? Fuck you, Gary. You yeah. know. And you know, they're pissed, uh, but the, the couple is just like, yeah, yeah. You know, Gary's. You know the comic Connor Del Hunte? Huh? Connor Del Hunte. I don't oh know yeah, yeah, yeah. He has this great joke about how uh, this, a friend of his broke up with his girl. And so he like complained about her, but then they got back together, and then he ended up officiating the wedding. And he's like, I had to marry a woman who only a year earlier I referred to as that cunt. <laughs> oh damn! That's great, Michael. Do you take the uh, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, abor- the Aboriginals would call that a walkabout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I gotta get going. Though. Thank right, you. Right. Thanks for having right. me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry again for being late. Erica, uh, look, look Erica up on social media. Check oh, yeah. her out live. She's hilarious. Uh, uh, you want more? Look, look at her podcast. Shoot, yeah. Her shoot. More yeah. relationship stuff. More relationship stuff. We dive into a little self-help. Yeah. But we, we break down all these things. So. I love that. Yes. But thank you guys. Um, We're going to take a quick commercial break and hear from our somewhat not really sponsors. We will be right back. Don't go nowhere. So, people, this is Jake Vevra coming at you. 
from the basement of love, drinking another delicious Sauvignon Blanc on a Sunday. I'm drinking Prophecy Sauvignon Blanc. It's uh, it's it's really good, man. It's creamy. It's crisp. Uh, got a cartoon of what looks like a butterfly geisha from Narnia. Uh, I don't know what kind of prophecy she delivers. Perhaps she is the wife of the Prophet Muhammad. That's right. You know what I mean? She's got a little little bit of an Islamic-looking garb going on. Like, she's got a bit of her hair showing, which means he's going to have to kill her. You know, it's it sucks, but, it you know, rules are rules. You should have fucking, you know, you were posing for a wine bottle that day, you whore. Why is that sticking, you know, he's the fucking main guy. You're not even allowed to draw him. That's and his wife goes, letting him draw her, her hair. Like, you know, what's what she expect? I mean, not to not to blame the victim, but like, of course she was going to get fucking rocks thrown at her. But, uh, yeah, the, you know. The one day, she just she just wanted to let her hair down and celebrate her B-Day for a week. Yes, yes. Well, you know, not the happiest birthday ever to the wife of the Prophet Muhammad. I, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, you know, you can't make him in a cartoon. You can make her in a cartoon with her hair showing. Of course she was going to get in trouble for that. That's the wife of, uh, I, I, was, on, I was looking at something. Oh, it's the wife of the prophet. I, I came in mid-ranch. I came in mid-ranch. She's, well, she's doing prophecies, <laughs> you know. That's the wife of a hobby. Yes. Like husband, like Run wife. It, right? Right? You know, that she's, out. Yeah. She's, this is a direct live read from <laughs> I don't know if mom was married. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and this was, uh, this was one of the Who wives. Who objected now. to that wedding? Yeah. In fact, wait, yeah. look, it's got, right. it's got three of his wives on there. Look, they all, they all look similar, but. One's smaller than the other. Maybe this one's a little younger. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it is It is good wine, though. I got to say, I got to say his wife really knew how to knock it out with Sauvignon Blanc because it is, uh, it's, it's crispy. It is, it is creamy. How to it go is, from, how to go from not being allowed to drink wine, like Muslim, certain Muslims can't drink wine, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's one I of the rules. I, I, I think it's, yeah, like. Pretty, how to go from the wife of the prophet making wine. Well, that's why she's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. found out about this wine, and he was like, "What right. the fuck are you doing?" I think it's, I think it's like the biggest gamble ever. You yeah, know, it's, it's, it's sort of like they're, you know, either they're going to be damned to inter- eternal whatever once they right. die. Yeah. Or they're going to die, and everyone's going to be like, "You got it," and they're going, you know, right, ah, right, 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 like right. yeah. So it's, it's, it's the biggest gamble ever. Um, you know, I don't know. Worth it? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not really religious. So. I think she was like, fuck it. All the good wine is in hell. I'm, I'm, I'm switching teams. I'm drinking with the devil now. And she made wine with either her hair that, showing on the bottle. Either that everything. or she painted the artwork for that label and was like, oh, this is such a good painting. No one liked it. So then she just made it about Islam. Boom. Blew up on social right. media. That's true. But it is funny that you, yeah, you're not allowed to draw Muhammad, but with his wife, you could have it be literally the logo for wine. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's, <laughs> That's and I and I based that off. Had a had that French newspaper thought the, that back then. But the, but the, you, <laughs> the title. you can't draw Muhammad, but his wife, you could literally draw as a logo for something yeah. that you're not allowed to she, do. Right. His, his, his wife. His wife's well, image I think this is some kind of like. Islamic succubus because the more I'm looking at it I'm like she's got her hair showing there's wine in the bottle she's got her hair she's showing got, the fucking dude, whore yeah she's got like <laughs> she's got a snake on her head I'm like this just seems biblical and evil somehow you know there's like fruit there you know what I mean I think this is Eve 
You know? I think this is Islamic the next, East. The next Steven Spielberg movie is going to be where Doc Brown gets in the time machine, goes back to that marriage, and says to Muhammad, you're marrying a whore. <laughs> Marty, we got to go stop Muhammad from marrying a whore. <laughs> Quick, get in the DeLorean, Marty. Not to be fair, that was Robert Zemeckis. But other than that, <laughs> this movie will be banned everywhere, but I'm going to love it. I really hope they make this movie. I, I think it's pretty bad. I don't think you, yeah, it was not Steven Spielberg. And also, I'm pretty sure that was not a Kevin Bacon movie before. I don't think you know actors in movies at all. No, but, well, but, okay, but I, I understand, yeah. Kevin I, Bacon's going to be in the remake. Let's face it, I don't think Michael J. Fox can well, play Marty, for obvious on, reasons. We've got to go 19, Kevin Bacon. Based on the, the schooling I had in the 1980s, I'm only, I'm less than six degrees away, so That's true, enough. that's true. Mm, right. I listened to Maybe Alex Jones. He, he said that's a conspiracy. It's more like eight or nine. Alex Jones doesn't trust that number. Yeah. The six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yes, yes, Alex Jones <laughs> thinks it's eight or nine. <laughs> See, it's eight or nine degrees. I don't care what the globalists say. We are not six degrees from Kevin Bacon. That is lies from the White House that they want you to believe to make you get I feel your kids like, vaccinated. I feel like definitely other actors. Like I feel like Samuel Jackson has definitely replaced him because he's definitely been in so many movies. Yeah, he's definitely been more than Kevin. No, Bacon. That's true. But either way, they should definitely. Watch that that remake that we're gonna make, and they should drink the wine. The official sponsor of Back to the Future Four. Yeah. The quest <laughs> to stop Muhammad from banging a whore. <laughs> Prophecy, Savion Blanc. You know, in, uh, in Judaism, like religious yeah. Jews, they don't they have fake hair. Yeah. Yes. It's called a shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I guess back in the day, you'd see a woman's real hair and just get a boner so hard. Like, yeah. oh my God, I just want to fuck her hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, well, joke's uh, on them because I went into a, a, a Hasidic grocery store and I was jerking off to the bald heads. I'm kind of a weird <laughs> fella, you know? They didn't, they didn't yeah. expect it. I yeah. came out of left field. You ah, know? I liked, I get turned on by the scalp. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was singing the whole time. Like, Nothing compares. Yeah, what the whole time I'm spanking it. Hey, what they would just see like a bulge fence post and boy, yeah. you know. What if you get hard uh, from looking at a woman in a wig? Right. Well, that's your thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. You like women in wigs, you know? Yeah. The, the dudes with the genie hat fetishes are the, they're, they're, they're the biggest perverts in the game. But that's what know? I'm saying. Like they, they, they have these rules like a, a woman should come with the burqa or a, a orthodox Jew should have a, a fake a, a wig and a long denim skirt, you know, can't show anything. It's like, well, how do you know? Not everyone has the same level. It seems that people get turned on by anything. You know, right, right. It's not across the board. I could nothing. Something could nothing turn me on more than a long denim skirt going yeah. all the way down to the ankles and tennis shoes or a burqa. Maybe I'm turned on. Yeah, yeah. By women in a burqa. You know. Right. Maybe that's my fetish. I like women Whatever being covered you up. Pick is the thing. I mean, so that's it's like you be can't make new... that all cross rule. You see what I'm right. saying? Yeah. yeah, it's it's gotta be it's gotta switch every ten years with fashion. You know yeah. what I mean? Turns out the perverts are jerking off to this now. Now you have to have a bunch of hair on your head. Exactly. You know? yeah. And it's yeah, that's that's what they should do. I think we should start our own cult right here. And the official <laughs> sponsor of that cult, Prophecy Savion Blanc. Listen to our prophecy people. I can see you being a cult leader. Yes, I fucking talk no, to no, God directly. You're not, you're not calm enough. Cult leaders have to be kind of calm. all right. I they have to have like a calm. Let me, here, I'll edit that out. Uh, People. No. Prophecy. <laughs> Savion Blanc. I talk to God, and God says, he fucking loves this Savion Blanc. Now, you just don't have the calm, soothing... Uh, every every cult leader, like, uh, you know, uh, what is his name? Jim, uh, Jim James? Not Jim James. Jim I could... Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Jim Jones, right? Jim Jones. Yeah, yeah. Jim I could get Jones here. and the Waco guy. I Drink the Kool-Aid, people. 
It's tasty, refreshing. It'll uh, make your kids jump with joy, or at least nah, twitch with Nah, you sound like you're doing an advertisement. It needs to, it needs to have, like... Cool it. <laughs> refreshing. You gotta have, like, that glow. Gets you closer to you, God. You have more of that, like, warm, like, uh, kind of, like, calm. Where, where, where I have... I have the... So, um, I understand what you're saying. Like, you're, you're saying that I have the face where... It doesn't look like I'm suckering you. Like yeah, if yeah. I if I if I say something to you, it, it looks like yeah, I genuinely have your exactly. best interest. Meanwhile, in mind. like you look like the used car salesman of yeah. the month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you look like you're selling yeah. the shitty. Like Buy this car. Right? Yeah. Come on, man! It's the best fucking car I've ever seen. <laughs> like, Dude, this car is awesome. It's the least. I love this car. <laughs> Come on, man! Don't ever go to sales. It's the best car we ever had in a lot. Yeah, you'd be great at sales. Yeah, I should be. Otherwise, yeah. uh, but I have no self confidence, so you gotta have that. There you go. Oh, I I have. I have too much self-confidence. It <laughs> keeps me from uh, reflecting internally. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I'd ever seen a therapist, they'd probably say that's one of my many problems that uh, keeps me from doing anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, therapist alcohol. But I'll tell you one thing. That what? Well, no, 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 no. Uh, they would tell me to drink more Prophecy Sauvignon Blanc, <laughs> the official sponsor of all of my mental illnesses. Prophecy Sauvignon Blanc. Get you. It is now time to resume the greatest goddamned podcast the world has ever seen. For the love gurus are back from break. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Cassandra the Robot. We are starting another segment of the Love Gurus. Thank you, Radon Hirschberg, for being here. Uh, listeners, go check out Radon on social media. Go see him live. Dude's hilarious. And if you would like to write into the podcast, write your question to Love Gurus Podcast. And yeah. Next question. What can a cop do with my phone number? I met a girl at a party and had been calling and texting, but I just discovered that she's a cop. Does she have access to all my information? I'm sorry. This man is asking the question we all want to know. Like, yeah. I, I just feel like, you know, you think about, uh, you know, how much of your personal information is available to the public, et cetera, et cetera. But it's, I just... I literally would never, never want to date a cop. Like, never. Oh, you were being sarcastic. This is the question we all want to know. Oh, okay. I thought you were making fun of her. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I, so yeah, it's, it's the question that I, I, I wasn't being sarcastic. I thought you were saying, like, this is the dating question we all want to know. <laughs> Can not, a cop track no, you? No, I'm not necessarily being sarcastic, but I am curious as to. Because I have thought this, like there, you know, when I was like on the apps and stuff before, like there'd be people that would come up and they're like, oh, I'm a cop. And I'd be like, swipe left, death snow, never going to date a cop. Specifically for that reason of I'm just not comfortable with, you know, them right. telling me what they can figure out. Well, also, you know? if a cop starts stalking you, who do you go to stop the stalk? You, ah, you have to go to that yeah. cop. You have to be like, can you file a restraining yeah, order on exactly. you? Yeah, the whole movie The Watchmen was based loosely on that premise. Yeah, right. right. You know, who watches who, The Watchmen? Yeah, yeah, who stalks? Uh -huh. Who stalks? Uh, who puts? Yeah. Who puts you, a restraining you, order you on the cop? dial 911. There's someone stalking me. And he's like, I knew. You yeah. know? It's, yeah. it's the worst. There's yeah. a serial killer who used to ride an ambulance and he would kill, like, women. 
And then he would like pick up the call and the ambulance to pick up their body. Really? Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I just you I just think... give a fake mouth to mouth resuscitation. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, you're blowing into her nose. That's not gonna work. How upsetting that they're still alive and then the ET, EMT person comes and it's the serial killer. It's like, how oh, you? Yeah. Are, that's the worst you again ever. <laughs> yeah, it's, you have that shimmer of hope. Okay, I'm oh. Like what? You again? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it's almost like um, oh god, I can't even like, I can't even think of like a, a real life equivalent of like, you know, it's not even like having like the same bad waiter again, you know, of like right. oh you right. again. You really, you really took it to a much more low stakes metaphor. <laughs> yeah. There's not yeah. even a low stakes <laughs> metaphor that it's like you again. Usually the metaphor is like a more extreme version. You're like, yeah, serial killer being the MT. That's like a bad waiter coming back. <laughs> <laughs> this is like biting into a steak that, that's completely well done, even though I ordered medium rare. And it's supposed to be a nice steakhouse. This place was reviewed four stars on Yelp. Yeah. What is this? This is worse than having my head slowly chopped off while some dude with his dick tucked between I'm his legs. Sorry. The, shut ho- to the Holocaust. Us. That's shut like what up. I stunned my cow the other That's up. my nickname for this place on 14th Street. Yeah, the Holocaust. Shut up. There are stories from Peter Luger that I would be the same as this. I don't forget that fucking restaurant. Yeah, but there are stories from Peter Luger that would be the same as this. So funny. You again. <laughs> Peter Luger. More like Peter Fuhrer. I hate that That's fucking so restaurant. That's so funny. Oh, a serial killer coming back at the MT after brutally raping you? Yeah. That's yeah. like a bad waiter coming <laughs> Actually, you I... You must really care a lot about restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. you! <laughs> I said sparkling water! Suzanne's negative yoga reviews are the best. I, yeah. I, biting into that undercooked piece of porridge was... It was, it was like having your, your, your thumb slowly sawed off by a madman. Uh, you know, here's, here's what I will say. Is that your... your the thing that... The, passionate about you're nine times out of ten self-appointed to that position you know right, right, right. so you know so yeah self-appoint myself to uh whatever i, I yeah. don't know like i can't think of like any time that i like had a yelp review but um or that i that i uh submitted a yelp review but i think that definitely um you get really yeah. defensive about this Yelp review thing. Did you destroy a restaurant's future at some point? Did you did you completely no. shut no a place way. down? Have no way. Have you written a Yelp review? No way that I ruined that restaurant in Long Island's reputation. No <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> Fuck em. You know what's more sociopathic than, or more crazy than writing a negative review? Are yeah. the psychos who write a positive review. It's like... You're not even having yeah. anger to go on the internet. You're still pretty. Right. It's just so weird. Yeah. Well, but it's funny that you say that. However, but that is like essentially Amazon's business model. They are only driven toward positive reviews. So there's been a lot of times where I've ordered something on Amazon, and inside it says, $5 gift certificate, please review us on Amazon. Now, you know, they don't say, please rate us positively on Amazon, but that's what they mean. Right. And so, like, there are, you know, a lot of, I think, skewed reviews on Amazon that are, because that's... that's a good point. You know what Because I that's all bothers... Amazon is, is, like, you know, because you can sort yeah. it based by featured, or you can sort it based by customer reviews. And You know yeah. what I think would bother anything artistic in terms of ratings the most? Um, especially in this polarized world we live in, is I think not not the one-star reviews, not the five-star reviews, but the three-star reviews. 
because that's that's fucking honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's to the heart. Like I mean, to, yeah, to to bring it back to that Hitler fella, I think if Hitler was sitting in his bunker in Argentina that he's been living in all this time, still alive looking, too. Wow. Yeah. He's you know that's well. Too big. That's too big conspiracy. He's got. He kept his best three evil scientists with him, and yeah. he's still he's still alive. And he's, you know, what's he do? He's kind of bored, can't go out a whole lot. People will recognize him. The sun will kill him because he's like 178 or whatever. Yeah, right. But, like, what he spends a lot of time on is is, is, is Amazon looking at reviews of Mein Kampf, right? right? And, you know, of course, there's a lot of one-star reviews. But he's like, those are the people that, they're with the allies. Of course, they don't like right, me. You right, know what I mean? Right. And he's got the five-star. But it's like, yeah, of course, those are my people. They love me. But the three-star reviews... I think those those really kick him in the heart. That's those are like the people who are like exactly. they're, they're they're like I love what he did to all the people that I hate. However, right. his sentence structure was dog shit. You know what I mean? And it's just like right. oh my god, it's like not getting like, into the would have just killed Hasidic Jews, I would have been fine with it. Right? Yeah, and it's yeah. it's just, Theory I have. it's people <laughs> giving him really detailed critiques, and it's yeah. not just this guy's evil and I hate everything about him. It's like no, well, this well, guy. But what's also crazy is the idea that someone you get someone being so upset by a restaurant that they write a mean review. I get it, you're that upset, but for <laughs> someone to feel ambivalent about something yes. yet still have the passion yes. to write an ambivalent review it's like you clearly are a serial killer yeah no I, yeah. and I agree with you yeah because it, it's also like you know like especially in comedy um, you, you know you have these people that like and, and I agree with it where I'll be right back either, I'm gonna go murder a chihuahua <laughs> you either want someone to either love you or hate you because you know that you're kind of somewhere sure, sure. you know it's like However, if someone comes and sees your show and then gives you a a three... (laughs) But if someone comes and sees your show and then gives you a three-star review, it's like, you know, like there's nothing that is... Yeah. More of a death sentence than a bunch of critics coming and seeing your show and they give you a bunch of three star reviews. Like it's you yeah, know it's like you think about I, yeah. yeah when you're on Amazon like or what like a like an Amazon Prime trying to pick a movie you see something with three stars yeah. you know like exactly hate or love is kind of like you know the same energy exactly yeah. so it's yeah so it's because it because the thing I think with hate or love scenarios is that either of course people love you or they hate you which means that they have garnered a reaction, yeah. which means that you haven't necessarily found your audience. But the big, the big, the, the, the worst thing is indifference. That's the worst thing you can get. Right. Exactly. Right. You think about, you think about like, um, that's uh, why I hate having like a mediocre set. Yeah. I'll usually just, yeah. bomb. I'll usually just bomb. You just, yeah, get to the point where yeah. you see it's mediocre just, and then yeah, stop the off. Thing is, I mean, I love that. I, if I, love I bomb that. with shit that's gone well in like a bunch of different rooms, a bunch of different times, then I'm either like, maybe I was a little off, but like that it's, you know, I don't like to blame the crowd, but then there's certain stuff where I'm like, that's gone well enough that they can maybe eat a little bit of a dick on this one. Right, you know? right, right, right. Whereas like if the whole thing is just kind of like, oh no, they weren't just dead. They're just sort of giving it up. I bombed so hard the other day that it was just pure silence in the audience for a couple. Like really? I've never had pure silence. It was wow. like beyond pity last. It was honestly very calming and meditative. <laughs> it's really like right. A- it's yeah. like you're I can't, very yeah. Zen. There's I can't remember the guy's the guy's name in the UK, but he goes he goes. Here's what I love about stand up. He goes. It doesn't matter if I bomb or do well. What I love about being on stage is that I'm just finally alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's just yeah. And so you are alone. Anyway, yeah. yeah. It was nice. It was nice to have a pure silence. Just like wow, I got to the abyss. Yeah. 
Yeah. And also, I, 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 it, based on what you said, I, I love that I feel like you rested in it and you were just like, this is it. Yeah, just fucking live yeah. in it. I love just it. fucking start meditating. Um, so wait, we did we answer this person's question? I, I, I think we did. I think we did. I think Time we did. for our final question. <laughs> wait, do, you, do you want to do this uh, lightning round? Yeah, lightning round. All right, quick lightning round. People, we are taking your questions at loveguruspodcast at yahoo.com. Be sure to share us with a friend. Give us five stars on iTunes. You know it's a great copy of podcast okay. uh, Last question. How can I help a relative see that his girlfriend is using him for money? My cousin is dating a woman who is 30. He's 45, and he's blowing shit tons of money on her. How do I tell him? He's wait. So this is sort of like a similar question to the first one, right? I guess a little bit. Yeah, it's very short and sweet, and also, yeah, it's so it's a very short and sweet question. But basically, like I zoned out. I'm sorry. Can you just say it one more time? Okay. So so basically, uh, yeah. So uh, the question is, how do I tell my relative that he is um, being used for his money? Um, so it's a guy, he's 45, the girlfriend's 30, and he's blowing a shit ton of money on her, and the, the, the 45-year-old's relative is writing in saying, how do I tell him that he's, like, wasting his money? Oh, um... All these things, you just need like so much more information, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, but I, I got well, this. This is a simple it, yeah. one. This is a simple one. All right, you tell him this. Listen. There's no way she'd love you without the money. To prove it, you say you got fired, all your stocks tanked, um, the guy who you inherited the money from just got me too'd by half the fucking office that he worked at from 1940, whatever the fuck, until the day he died. Right. And they all get a piece of this. And I get nothing, you know? Right. I, I, it turns out, it turns out the courts don't feel as bad for his beneficiaries as he does all the women that he me too'd, like really hard me too'd out in a cabin in the woods that he would lure them to so far from civilization that not even God could hear the screams. I mean, right. it's like it's like top level, like 10 out of 10 me too. So they're really, they took all my money. Mm-hmm. Um, I have nothing. All I have is my looks, my charms, and your love. Will you still be with me? And you just see what the fuck she says. Right, right. Uh, you know, the whole using money thing, it's like, maybe that's one of his attributes. You know, we all have a certain amount of attributes. Right. Some yeah. of them are money. Some of them are physical looking good. Yeah. You know, I'd like to know, is she really hot? Is he really ugly? Maybe well, it's a little more fair. And, than- I, and honestly, like, what I thought in this situation is that she as a as a relative is like maybe just jealous because you think about like you know think about like movies like million dollar baby where mm-hmm. like you know she's like poor white trash whatever suddenly gets a lot of money she's like you know dead yeah. essentially and her her family's like um can we just like make sure that you like sign these papers so we get your money sure. it's like hey high stakes analogy you got it better <laughs> you went real high on that yeah. <laughs> you were like so, yeah, I get it it's kind of like the movie, the I hear woman you. becomes Maybe I'm, I'm one of the yeah. wheelchair I'm one of the good people like. in this world I thought Hillary Swank was hotter in that movie after the accident but go on what are you, yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> so I'm just like, I think that like I think that family jealousy is like a very weird thing so like my dad like he like he was an estate lawyer which you know basically meant that he like wrote people's wills or whatever and he uh, he always said to us growing up it was he goes 
He goes, you never know how a family falls apart when grandpa dies. Like, in yeah. that, you know, he was just saying of, like, how it could be the, he's like, it could be the happiest family on the face right. of the earth. But then when whoever had the money died, sure. it was just all They, they tear each other apart. Yeah. That's why my dad, he always told us growing up, like, he was a severe gambling addict. And he was like, I love you kids so much. That I don't, I don't want to see you fight over what I leave you. That's why I'm, I'm giving it all to the Native Americans, kids. I'm giving it all to the Native Americans, specifically the one chief that owns a casino. That's a I, I, I'm giving it to the. I'm doing this for you. Yeah. That's a good way to justify gambling addiction. Yeah, it's like yes. yeah. I, don't you? We. I have a lot of white guilt. And I'm just trying to help out the Native Americans. Yeah. And also, can't you see Jake sitting in the middle of a craps table and they have, like, the pusher thing and they, like, push him towards the side? Like, <laughs> yeah. someone won, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Listen, Chief sits with Bull. <laughs> I'll bet you you're, one white baby. One white baby. Your family's so good at justifying vices. You got alcohol oh, yeah. in the uh, podcast. <laughs> you got gambling with the, just trying to not get the family to fight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my daddy didn't leave me much in this world. <laughs> but he it, was, you a really... it, was, it was his ability to justify any shitty <laughs> character flaw that has helped me get through. Yeah, you rationalize, rationalizing shortcomings. Yes, that's, yes. What, that's what he left you. Uh-huh. <laughs> in lieu of money. <laughs> that was his boy named Sue. That's what it was. That's <laughs> your... Your ability to rationalize to all, all of your 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 shittiness. Yeah, that's, that's but, what but it's a, it's a good point because you think about well, again what I like about this question is that how it sort of like plays out like you know you think about like J Lo's mom. J Lo's mom clearly doesn't do anything for work like she just gets whatever she wants etc. But if your cousin got super famous, would that cousin give you any money? Because a cousin's not a direct relative. Because even if even if my like my brother and his husband have a lot of money, but I but he's never like given me any, nor have I ever asked for it. Like it's not like that's not the relationship we have. And, but but also it's not like they have like shit tons of money. Like if they well, had thirty million dollars, it's also like, not the relationship you have because you probably haven't needed money real bad. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it could be the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Badly. But yeah, but it, it is a funny question because you know you think about someone who is like who gets. You know, like, um, I don't know, like someone, like Sarah Jessica Parker, who is like worth like a hundred million, who is on her payroll? Like, does she give money to her cousins? Like, does he, you know, so I'm I'm sure that that's not the question for this scenario, but again, it's, it's scalable in the sense that, you know, if this guy came from like poor white trash and he makes $200,000 a year to his poor white trash cousins... That's a lot, you know. I think it's yeah. five thousand down to them is a lot. I think it's oh, Chris Rock within Community Cars once you're saying uh, uh, every phone call I have, someone's asking for five thousand dollars. Yeah, you know? and that, that yeah. seems like it's friends. Yeah. Fa- you know, you know. Um, I was trying to do the Chris Rock voice and I like backed off. I get like, it. I wasn't, to gonna, I wasn't no, gonna. I wasn't gonna. Not allowed to do black voice. Yeah. I, I was literally going to paint my face in Chris Rock face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you. Well, because the wine's gotten in me, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You know what I mean? We'll do the voices. We'll do the faces. <laughs> at least, uh, at least, Ronan didn't paint his beard in Louis C.K. beard. That'd be yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was even gonna give myself Morgan Freeman polka dots. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, the and, freckles. Yeah. She's so cute. And, uh, Andy Dufresne chiseled his way out of Alcatraz on that, you know, which isn't bad if you're just doing the Morgan Freeman well, voice. Got me it, too, but if he you got me too a little for a second. He? Yeah, oh, a couple. Oh, I remember. He did. A couple yeah. women claimed he asked to like, um, uh, like see under their skirt. 
Like oh, on film sets. yeah. But it kind of felt with that voice, though, you know? Can yeah. I, can you lift that? That's true. He, <laughs> well, he, he got me too like, he got me too with one O. He has the perfect voice to like kind of like like convince a woman to like lift up her skirt. It's like such a hypnotic voice, you know. Wait, let me try to do it. Lift. Wait, hold on. I had my money on Andrew Dufresne. Is that all right? No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Would you you lift up your skirt? Damn it. Yeah, but I I thought I I had a job merely as an intern. (laughs) Then I walked in, and the guy I was sort of working for said, "Would you mind staying and working a little overtime?" That's really did. good. And I did. It's good. I worked a ton of overtime. Do Morgan Freeman asking a woman to like uh, lift up her shirt. <laughs> I asked her, would you lift your skirt gently? <laughs> I would do it a heartbeat. I would do it a heartbeat. It has to be, it has to be the adverb gently, gently yeah. ever so that. Slowly. Yes, that is perfect. Ever so slowly, show me your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay, so I think, like, yeah. But would you show it to the clock on the wall right in back of the... The women complain, like, like a woman was in the article, but they never mentioned the part, which I'm sure is true, that they definitely did it. You you can't refuse Morgan Freeman's voice. Oh, no. Yeah. It's it's like he's played God in four movies. Yeah, seriously. So, but I think, like, so for this question, (laughs) sorry, I'm just trying to wrap this up. Back from the rape apology, moving on to the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard turn. Uh, But I think, like, for this question... So what, what would your final advice be for this person who is mad that uh, her 45-year-old cousin has a sugar mama or has a sugar baby? I would say have a little self-awareness and realize that a lot of the resentment is because you kind of want to ask him for money at some point and you're afraid that if she does it, you won't be able to. Or even more importantly, she'll have a say and whether he can give money to you. you know? ah. so, so bring your own, you know, seek within the problems you have yeah. from without. I, I, I completely agree with you. I think, and I would add to that, um, enroll in some classes. If this is your, if you think that the only, if this is your only bitterness, get off the lazy boy recliner in your own mother's living room and uh, yeah. figure it out. And also, he, I'm sure... He, I'm sure this guy knows if someone's using him for money. How, you don't have to tell someone that, do you? Yeah. Isn't that kind of obvious? Yeah. yeah. And but and that's the thing is I this is another thing I try to point out once once an episode. I try to err against the person asking the question when in doubt because uh, yeah. a lot of these people tend to be savages and as you pointed out many sure. times should kill themselves. Yeah. And I'm not saying this person shouldn't. You know, I always try to start from that position. That being said. Yeah, good chance the guy's getting used for money, so I'm going with my initial advice of tell him to tell her that he's somehow broke, broke. and and see what her reaction is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that works. I yeah. think that works. It's also great. Well, I think we petered out. Wait, what again, was your final? Again, Do you have final advice? No, I, I agreed with Ron. <laughs> uh, but, but I think... Petered out? What a way to how, end. I think we've... Uh, is that how you always end? I think how, we've now no, petered how, out. <laughs> again... Wait, wait, you're petered out. It's me waiting for your response. What do you, okay. Come on now. Okay. I did just... I did, well, I did just... So on, if Ron said that, and then I think... I think that what she should do is that um, she... 
she should, to use Jake words, Jake's words, uh, double down. And she yeah. should become friends with this, you know, money whore. Oh, there you go. And she should then say to her, oh, let's open up like a business. Yeah. And they should start a business. Yeah. That's some like season four of Game of Thrones yeah. shit. I like that. That's some fucking wrong. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, she's got the money, but seeming like very legit, very yeah. like... Romy and Michelle high school reunion, like yeah. we're business women, like yeah, and then yeah, just go that route. All of a sudden, this dude is asking you two for an internship. Yeah, yeah. and there, and he's 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 the key investor, whereas like he's the only investor, yes. and they just have his money, and then they you know Thumb and Louis off into the sunset. I liked it. Not well, kill themselves, it. but you know, just like a you know the Bahamas. Just make sure there. there's a net when you drive the car off the yeah. cliff. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> you just put a parachute on, skydive yeah. off that yeah. fucking thing. Love it. Anyway. This has been a fun episode. Thank you, Renan, for being on the show. Yeah. Check out Renan Hersberg. Check, uh, look at, up uh, social media. See him live. At R-A-A. Oh, did I say this? No, no. At R-A-A-N-A-N comedy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's my look him up, man. R-A-A. See him live. Check, uh, ooh, check him out on social media. Until next time, listeners. Write us in lovegurspodcast at yahoo.com. Share us on social media. Later. Later.